Hi, it's Paul Antonelli here. Welcome to another episode of the Ideal Business Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about something, and it, and it sort of just popped into mind probably in the last week. Uh, we've had a bit of a break. It's been our uh, Christmas holiday break. You know, and as you get back into the business, and sometimes being away from a business sort of gives you some different appreciation and some different insights into how the business works and what's been going on. And one of the things that I love about the business, just the way things happen which would never have happened before without any of my input involvement. It's quite remarkable. And I don't, I don't really take it for granted because uh, I, I appreciate it so much because I know that for me to be able to do the things I love to do, uh, the business as a, its own entity and as something that's just a living, breathing organism just needs to happen and just needs to function. But I've noticed uh, more and more so that the business, you know, particularly with ResiCert, you know, we sell franchises, we do inspections, just happens. There's things that just happen where previously it would have needed some sort of input or some sort of involvement for me. And that's pretty cool. That's a really, really cool place to be. And I always sort of marvel at that, how you can take something and you were so close and so involved in so many parts of a business. And then over time, you just sort of slowly are able to step back and extract. Now, what I'm talking about, and I this, this sort of subject was, do you have a knowledge base? The idea of a knowledge base within a, a business is actually really important. And what happens is there's all, there's all sorts of things that take place in every business. This happens, that happens, uh, particularly in the early startup sort of years, there's so much stuff that takes place. And every sort of event that takes place, if it's an, something that's new, just causes chaos. You know, throws things out. How do we deal with it? And did you know how that happened? We didn't didn't know what's the best way to manage this. All this sort of stuff takes place, and that's why it can be really overwhelming when you're sort of in a in a that startup phase. And I'd probably call that startup phase the first three or four years of a business where there's just so many new things happening all the time. And then what happens over a period of time is things start to repeat themselves. Yeah. So oh, that popped up again. Oh, we, we've seen that sort of way that a complaint takes place or there's some financial issue or there's something with a systems issue. Whatever it is, you see that they start recurring. And the trick, I guess, in business and for someone, for, for yourself to create a little bit of independence from your business and move away is that you need to build up this knowledge base, this sort of documented information relating to these events and things that take place so that when they do reoccur, it's not a drama. It's not going to cause you all sorts of issues and all sorts of problems again and again and again. For me, it was pretty easy to sort of get into that habit of doing that because, uh, you know, I don't know if you remember the movie Groundhog Day where it just happens again. He gets up every day, every day, every day, and the same thing happens. The same 24 hours recurs again and again and again. I just, I, you know, I get really bored really quickly. Uh, once I've sort of grappled with something, I don't want to have to deal with it again and again, particularly if it's causing issues. And so I just really like the idea of, you know, documenting it up, putting it together and creating a bit of a knowledge base so that team members can handle it based on the things that have worked before. Because when you think about something that's comes out of left field, 
typically there might be a bit of trial and error. Do we, you know, we've got a customer complaint, let's say for, for, for our inspection side, we've got a customer complaint, they've, they've said they want to get this fixed and uh, we're going to have to pay them $15,000 or whatever it is. Initially, well, what's the best way to handle this? You know, how do we grapple with this? What's the best way to deal with this so it works properly? All those sorts of things. But then after you've done a few of these, and th- this applies to all different aspects of the business, you sort of start working out a way of doing, getting things done most effectively and efficiently to get the outcomes. When that takes place and you've got that, it's a really good habit to create and frame it up as part of your knowledge base. So you're building this data up. And the whole aim of this process is that if if you do this effectively in your business, you'll find that over time there is no surprises. Yeah, there's nothing that can create any issues and there's nothing that hasn't been seen before in business. And so this just creates stability and creates a little bit more certainty and it enables you to effectively really pass a lot of activity that you're doing on to other people within the business. So the knowledge base idea is effectively thinking of your business as a bit of a learning organism. It's an organism. It's something that's alive and it changes. It can be impacted by things internally and externally. It sort of has its own life. That's exactly what a business is. And so when you think about a knowledge base, what you're doing is you're building within the business structure, within the framework, this knowledge. It's almost like these memories that have taken place, you create this knowledge base which can then be leveraged time and time and time again without having to have input, without having to have people sit around and talk about it and discuss it and what's the best way to go. So it becomes really efficient. And over a period of time of doing this, you do it and you keep doing it and you do it on all different aspects. You do it within your establishment of the business, marketing, how you do delivery and production, different aspects of finance and treasury, managing your money, you know, when you're going out there and doing promotion activity, processes that involve looking at quality and what's happening in the business and audits, all those sorts of things. But if you do this across all aspects of your business, then eventually you end up with a very defined and a very deep knowledge base that just makes things happen. And they're not just, these things then don't just become independent from you, but also independent for, from any specific individual which is really cool because often in a business you talk to people and they say, well, if I lost John or if I lost Sally, if I lost this person, my business would be a disaster. I'd have some serious issues and things that I'd have to deal with. And so that's a real concern. You don't want to have uh, that level of dependency on any individual within the business. And the way to really make sure that doesn't take place is to have what we call redundancy. Uh, So what that means is if you've got a role in your business that's super critical, Ideally, you'd have two people conducting that role almost in parallel. So if something happened to one person or whatever took place, it wouldn't disrupt the flow of your business. So having redundancy in key roles in your business is actually a really important thing to consider. The other side of it, of course, is then you've got documentation. You can bring people in with some training and orientation, then they're off. And and over the years, one of the things that makes a business valuable when you're looking at, say, exiting your business is the fact that all this stuff is in place. Yeah. So it means that, you know, there's a procedure for every aspect of the business. 
and things that used to just seem hard and difficult and there was challenges and there was a meeting, there were some discussions, now just handled and taken place within a flow. So what I find at this stage, particularly in my businesses, it's unusual that something new pops up because I think ResiCert's been almost, it's almost been 14 years now. And so we've gone through the cycles, we've seen market ups, market downs, we've seen issues with fine, and we're seeing all sorts of different issues that take place both internally and externally. Because the thing to consider in a business is that there's all these external forces that you really can't control, you know, and, and today- probably more so than ever, it being a global marketplace, something takes place in another continent and it can actually impact on the local economy of where you're, where you're living and working, where your business is running, and it can impact on your business, even though it's absolutely got nothing to do with it. And that's just the nature of the world we live in at the moment because news travels and what impacts on people's ability to get things done or to move forward on things is how they perceive things. So it's not necessarily the reality. So if someone, if people think there's a recession coming, then they're going to start behaving like there's a recession coming, even though there may not be a recession coming. Uh, and that's why it's a good idea not to really pay attention to news and all that sort of stuff. I don't, I don't really find that very helpful. If you want to find out how you can build your own ideal business and your own ideal life, head to the show notes and follow the links to take our ideal business quiz, which will give your business a score on how ideal your business is to date. Highlighting your current strengths and areas to work on to make your business more ideal for you. Or you can simply go to www.invisbiz.com. That's with two Z's instead of S's and get your score after the episode. Now, back to Paul. So part of the process of really being able to create your ideal business and only which enables you to focus on what you love doing both in your business and in your life is to create this knowledge base, create this base of information and expertise for things that have occurred which can be referenced into the future. And this will save so much time and so much drama. And you sort of have to be a little bit like... Ideally, it happens when, you know, you've done something three or four or five and six times and you say, okay, I'm over it, I'm done, I don't want to do that stuff anymore. And the, the you know, as a, it being entrepreneurial, you sort of go, oh, God, I can't be bothered with the admin or writing this thing up, it's a pain. But actually, that's the gateway. You know, it's almost like if you're not the sort of person, which a lot of business owners and starters and founders aren't, who like documenting and writing things up and doing admin, then you might end up in this trap, you know, where things keep bouncing back to you. But if you get in the habit of, and push through that and say, look, I'm actually going to document this because the beautiful thing is once you document and you create it once and it's refined and it's in use, it just keeps working again and again and again. And that's really a form of leverage, which is fantastic. So that means that you don't have to deal with it. You don't have to meet with people and things and outcomes just happen. And so I look at an example would be for us, you know, we do building inspections. It's bread and butter for us. Property inspections just happens. They get booked, processes go through, you know, and this is, this is what you want a business, how you want a business to get to the point where it just happens and it can grow and it can scale. And there's all the, all the things are in place 
for this business to run and deal with what would would have been considered, oh, this is a bit of an unusual issue or there's something that's popped up that we haven't handled before. All those sorts of events and things that take place, you want them just to be normal, a normal part of business rather than thinking them as, oh, look, we had a really unusual event that took place last week and we had an issue with a client and this took place with the franchisee and we had some financial issues and someone's trying to sue us and this is going on, rather than think of those as like, oh, God, that's a really weird thing to happen in business. Business is all those things happening all the time. That's just something to really understand. And so if you set that mindset, they go, well, look, all this stuff happens all the time. There is no normal in business. And the way you normalize it is by having control and having processes in place, building a fantastic knowledge base that's got so much information in it that you don't necessarily have to get involved. And I'm finding nowadays with my team, you know, I, I'm not really getting involved. If they come to me and they say, look, we'd just like a little bit of input on this specific uh, subject or something that's going on, there's an issue over here, and I'll have input into it. But by and large, I'm not really involved. I was, I was just reflecting, it's really cool to look at a business that breathes and works like that, and you go, that is so cool, particularly when you realise that, you know, years ago, I was so involved in it. You know, so if I go back to franchise sales, like right now, the, we run the ads, we do phone calls, we engage with people, we share information, there's a whole recruitment clarification process, vetting people, bringing them on board in a process. You know, we have to then um, make sure they're the right fit and we're really going to be able to serve them well in our business. And then they start and then there's a whole marketing, launching, establishment process. You know, we're taking someone and helping them create a whole new career and a whole new way of earning money. And it just happens with pretty much no involvement from me, and it's now a team that's just highly tuned and geared to do this. And what we've done through the process of a knowledge base is learned from things that worked and things that didn't work. Really look at it and go, oh, that didn't work that well. That was a real issue. And refine it and refine it and tune it and refine it and tune it. And then what happens, you end up with what I would call the optimum way to do anything. So whether it's legal documents, franchise agreements, training, whether it's a way of establishing people, how you run different aspects of your business, the knowledge base sort of takes into account the learnings of the past of the history of your business and the improvements and ensure that they're actually in your business, they're implemented and they're not attached to just a human being. So when the human being sort of goes, I'm gone, I'm out of here, I'm changing my scene, that knowledge and that sort of expertise goes with them. So when they walk out the door, you lose that. And that's really tragic because then what will happen is it'll either bounce on back to you because if no one else knows, or when someone else starts in that role, even if they're experienced, they don't have that history or that context of stuff that's taken place in the past, and they're not able to hit the ground running. And if you've been in business, you would have seen this happen again and again as an issue. Things just pop up, someone leaves, and you go, oh, we're back to the starting board. And so the way to really avoid that is to build up this knowledge base, to really document and you know, even if something you've done something the first time, you document it and you create a culture within your business of documenting, of writing up policies, of writing up procedures, of writing up how-tos, and they get improved. Some of them will stick, some of them won't stick because they're not really being used anymore, but they get improved. 
they're getting proved, and over a time, and it just happens, it's just a time process, they get pretty much perfected and grooved in, and there's less surprises. And so the business, you end up with a business that's stable, able to grow and expand, needs less or very little input from you because it's sort of you've taken all the stuff that you've contributed into the business and put it into a framework so that it works really effectively. And then you can sort of step back and focus on the things that you love and the things that you want to do. And it's just a great way to grow and expand a business. And the beautiful part of this process is that when you start doing this sort of in the early days, just seems like a monumental task. It's just huge because there's so much stuff that's coming at you. But if you, it's sort of that whole principle of a few little steps, but continually all the time. So what happens is if you do this a little bit by little bit by little bit, you will, and I promise you, you will see that there's less stuff that has to come your way, less stuff and decisions you have to be involved in, and it will create a level of freedom and independence of your business from you, which is one of the key goals, I think, when you're you're striving to build an ideal business. So it's a great idea. It's a process that you've sort of – probably the the most important thing when you're doing this type of stuff is having the radar up and saying – Okay, you know, we've got to do this and not just you as the, as the founder of the business, but actually an important, it becomes part of the cultural process of a business. And the way you do that, something pops up. There's an issue. You might get dragged into it. You deal with the issue, whatever it is. But once it's dealt with, you go, okay, why did that happen? Why did we have to deal with that? Why did that happen? What was the problem? And could it have been avoided? Do we have a procedure or policy or a document or a how-to on it? No. Why not? Do we need one? Is it likely to occur again? Yes. Let's write it up. You write it up and then it's in place and then you share. And next time it pops up, you'd say, that's how we're going to deal with it. It's not a, It's a complex but over time, you build up this amazing knowledge base that encapsulates all the learnings, all the smarts in the business, all the improvements, all the things that have happened. And there's no more, well, very few surprises. And even when new things pop up, you'll have a framework of managing those things. So, yeah, if you're not doing this sort of stuff, building this idea of a knowledge base, which is extremely valuable, I'd highly recommend it. It's a great way to build independence from your business and let you almost build a business that just runs on auto. That's really what we're all wanting to achieve. So, yeah, have a go at that. Uh, hopefully, uh, it makes sense to you, and it's a really great way to create independence and extraction from any business. Thanks for listening. Ciao for now, and I'll catch up with you in the next podcast.